to to start changing that feeling and if you're saying i am rich your logic mind says no you're not if you're not rich and that's causing a feeling of lack which is in fact meaning i'm not rich and you're saying that over and over and over i'm not rich i'm not rich i'm not rich and that's what you actually manifest hey everyone and welcome back to the what the passion podcast if you're listening to this podcast right now it means that you're excited and learning and creating real change when we started off our mission was to bring passion back into people's hearts and tell the stories that should be heard our commitment to you is to help you find what you're really passionate about so you can live a happier and more fulfilled life and 100 of your true potential with this being said guys let the story begin And we are back. Welcome, everyone, to the What the Passion podcast, your favorite new podcast for believers, achievers, and visionaries from all around the world. And of course, I am here with my favorite co-host, Felix. How you doing, my man? What is up, everybody? It's good to be here. It's good to hear your voice, Tim. Um, but to be honest, I cannot wait Oof. to bring up today's guest. Oof. I heard Should I drop I heard it, bro. I heard it's going to be big today. I heard it's going to be <laughs> very big today and very nice conversations today. I'm 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 ready, bro. You should you should kick into it right away. Okay, let's get it, guys. Today's interview guest is Per Lück. In Germany, we say Per Lück, aka the Crystal Kid. This this guy, this this young gentleman got introduced to me around three years ago through an interesting coffee break in Hamburg. He himself is 20 years young. But looking at his persona and what he has achieved in his life until now, it is hard to believe that he's really only 20 years old. He was introduced to the powers of crystals and the spiritual aspects of life in 2017 through the book, The Ancient Secret of the, of the Flower of Life. Destined to find out the truth about our existence, he soon met his first mentors and discovered his passion for jewelry and crystals. After being invited to hang out with Jaden Smith, he was inspired to start his own spiritual jewelry label to spread awareness on this planet and support individuals on their personal paths by providing powerful and elegant crystal jewelry. He is currently running a successful online store called Crystal Clear Vision, producing and crafting dozens of unique pieces of incredibly beautiful crystal art. Per, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing fine. Thank you guys for inviting me. I'm very excited. I'm a little bit nervous. It's my first podcast, but I'm very positive that it's going to be a great time, that we're going to talk about some very, very interesting topics, especially with you guys. And I know we had some great conversations in the past, and I'm excited to share those with all the people out there. Exactly. And honestly, you know what they say, Pear, um, there's always a first time. So this is going to be your first time going on a podcast like this, and we're super, super excited. But, 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 but I have to stop here before we start, guys. To everyone out there listening, make sure to hit the subscribe button and become a What The Passion listener. As you already know, we all want to give you the chance to participate in our monthly 50 euros Amazon gift card giveaway, where every single month we're choosing the four best and most honest reviews that will have a chance of winning a 50 euro Amazon gift card to their name. At the end of each month, at the end of each month, The best reviews and comments will get a shout out in one of our monthly throwback episodes. So with this pair, are you ready? I'm so ready. 
okay. <laughs> then let's 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 dive right into it. Okay, so if you would look at your life right now, okay, you look at your life right now, and it, I would compare it to a few years ago. I mean, I can definitely see. I know you. We know each other now as well for two years. I would say. I think we met in um, late spring 2018. And if I look at your life back then and now, I can see that a lot of things have changed, man. I can tell that you turned your passion into your your business and into your life. So for actually for all the listeners out there, you're 20 years old, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from and what you're currently doing in your life so that everyone gets a little bit more input about the genius of your persona? Yes, for sure. I've been growing up in... The north of Germany, Hamburg, actually, and I'm I'm still living here. Uh, I still think it's a very very pretty city um, mm -hmm. when you compare it to other cities of Germany. And yeah, I've been growing up pretty, I'd say, normally. Um, went to school um, twelve years, but like at the end of school, I've been I felt like this is kind of not the thing or the way I want to continue. I don't want to go study like other people or just work without really knowing why, but just doing it because everyone else is doing it and because mm -hmm. you don't know what else to do. So mm -hmm. I always knew I wanted to do something different. And then I was just, yeah, open for, for things um, and interested in, in new things to learn or to kind of expand my horizon. And then I met new people you could call it coincidences like i actually got into all of this through an instagram dm and that's where it kind of all started but i learned i got to know very very great people um also like you guys also like felix was one of one of the first people i met um starting out and right after school um i started working as a parkour teacher because it was a lot of fun. It was parkour, right? Parkour, yeah, yeah. Like for everybody who, of the listeners who doesn't know what it is, jumping over what is it? Doing backflips, twists, um, all kind of stuff. That was my passion back then, and I still do it. I still really enjoy it, and that's where I first started out working as a as a trainer because it was a lot of fun teaching kids, and you you go outside, move, and it didn't really feel like working and was paid pretty good back then and then i got to know felix and um alex who've been in the uh, network marketing uh, industry and yeah that's that's where i got to know like more about business more about um personal development more about mindset and that's where it all started for me and right now um um, I'm working on my own business, as Felix said, Christy Clevision. We're creating spiritual jewelry, and I'm always trying to improve all of that, do do better work, learn myself, because that's what what the basis is to really uh, know what you're doing, to be good at what you're doing, and that's where you can can grow from. Awesome, awesome, bro. Honestly, I think we're going to be talking about Crystal Clear Vision um, a little bit later for sure more because I think you have such an interesting project and such an interesting um, business that you started. But first, uh, you talked about parkour. I actually have like a question for you there, bro. Yeah. Parkour, parkour has been gaining so much interest and so much exposure over the last couple of years. I mean, I remember... Um, 
I remember it started all like back in the 1970s, 1980s uh, in France, in Paris, no, by the by the Yamakazi, like the original founders of like free running and parkour. Um, and yeah. it has been developing over the world so crazy that now I heard that actually they're thinking of making parkour and Olympic no discipline, an Olympic discipline, an Olympic discipline, and a world champion discipline for international competitions worldwide. So, what is nice. actually what is actually your idea or your input on uh, parkour? Why did it fascinate you this much? Because I personally have been doing it for for some for a small time as well, but I'm currently still practicing it. But of course, not as extensively as you or intensively. Um, what's your take on parkour? Why did it interest you so much? And what's your philosophy behind it? Yeah, parkour really evolved um, very strongly in the last couple of years. When I started out, um, I already tried a lot of different kind of kind of of sports, but all of those sports were kind of missing something because it's always a very very small frame, like playing football, you're running over a field, kicking a ball, or like all all these other disciplines it's it's always just like this the sparks and i really feel like um parkour also martial arts um but especially parkour is really sport where you can really expand yourself in a lot of different directions and there are not really many rules it's just interacting with your body and with the obstacles that you can find around you and what fascinated me was also um that you can just do things that that you couldn't do before or reach places you couldn't reach before because you couldn't climb somewhere and that's also how it started for me a friend just asked me if i wanted to join him do parkour and it wasn't really doing parkour it was just like running around the neighborhood climbing onto things, <laughs> jumping around and, we all did this yeah, yeah. And that's where it all started from and now i'm i'm not doing trainings anymore i'm i'm just training for myself because that's the way i can enjoy it more and i just want to expand like my my awareness of movement and my body because something like like doing split for example like if you can't do a split it's like you're limited in your in your own motion in your own freedom and mm -hmm. the more flexible you are the more freedom you have and also if you can do a backflip you have more freedom in in moving around this three-dimensional world and that's why it really excited me who in, interesting interesting so so you're not you're not working with time and space but you're working with different dimensions as well so you're working with the with the 3d getting over obstacles getting around above beyond obstacles and i really love like honestly parkour has been sparking my interest like this year specifically this year and last year in like like you said the potential of it is steadily increasing i actually became aware of parkour i think four years ago by a movie that was produced in the 1990s you maybe heard of it already banlieue 13 so yeah, banlieue 13 the the french movie of like the first generation yamakazis yeah. of like jan and uh, all those all those people that were really bringing a name to parkour and uh what i actually find very interesting is when i found when i watched the movie i first found out about the yamakazi the founders of like parkour itself but what i found so inspiring is like the word yamakazi do you know the meaning of the word yamakazi i might have heard it but right now i actually don't okay in interesting interesting uh, i think this is a little little uh, interesting, the word sounds in, in, pretty cool. Interesting for you. What, first of all, guys, what do you think? Which language is Yamakazi originating from? Japanese. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, you yeah, said Japanese. Like what? Asia or something. Asia? Like Jakuza. <laughs> uh, you, you, you guys are actually going to be surprised. It actually stems from Kenya. It's Kenyan original language. It's a Kenyan word. Yamakazi is, consists of Yamakazi and stands for strong, bind, uh, strong mind, strong body, strong human. This yeah. is what Yamakazi stands for. And the mentality that they are pursuing throughout it is beautiful, bro. So honestly, parkour is something where, I mean, we're, we're all kind of monkeys and we're all, when we were younger, we were kind of monkeys trying to climb over every kind of obstacles. I think, bro, I think it's such a beautiful thing. So you, you, tra- you train parkour regularly? Yeah, like at the moment, like at least three times a week, just mm-hmm. go out, do stuff, jump around, have fun. And it's really also good for me to not always stay in my head, but really be connected with my body. And also mm-hmm. parkour, what I didn't mention before, it's it's a really mental sport. I mean, you need like a you need, be, need to be physically prepared, but at a certain mm-hmm. point, it's really more mentally than than physically actually because it's always like you're afraid of doing something or you don't know how to do something when we talk about flips and techniques and you just need to figure out a way and there are extra mm-hmm. actually jumps if you if you don't land them you could seriously hurt yourself or so, potentially mm-hmm. die or potentially yeah, die yeah. Like if, if you see For like sure. people jumping have, from house have people to house. died from parkour <sighs> i think it's, very rarely Mostly like just those those uh, people who climb on on cranes or something, but like from parkour itself, I think not really. Um, you don't you don't even injure yourself that much because you really increase your awareness about what you're doing. And for most people, when they see someone do a double backflip or jump from a, from the third story of a building, they think they're just insane. But it's like when you when you're a kid, like you wouldn't let a one year old kid um walk stairs right this this kid could injure mm-hmm. itself pretty badly so it's kind of like the same you start off very very easily and progress from there and i mean right now it's just crazy what kind of limits people um broke that were thought of being impossible like five years ago or 10 years ago mm. honestly i think parkour like you said, it's more in your head than in your body yeah. because your body can adapt, but your mind needs to understand that, you know, I'm actually at the edge of my comfort and at the edge, because we had an episode that we did yesterday where we talked about the comfort zone and seeking discomfort. And I think it's so true that our mind is usually scared to go beyond what we know yeah. as like the comfortable edge of our you know existence of our life right now and getting over it. And I actually have a question for you now, like relating this training because i think it for you it gave you a good foundation to work on a strong mind strong body and become a strong human you know the the yamakazi philosophy but how did this training this mental and physical training help you to get into that frame of minds to create a business around your passion so let's let's dive a little bit now into the crystal talk because i think what you created it was very very like it's, it's beautiful and it's unique from what you guys like you guys going to see when you tap in crystal clear vision his business on instagram you'll find so beautiful pieces bro and i just want to know what's the story of crystal clear vision like how did you get to crystals what what kind of importance did crystal have in your life so as long as i can remember crystals always been in my life i've been fascinated by crystals since i've been a little child i just but i i really just love the um the shapes, the colors, the structure, because it's so unique on this planet, something that's coming from nature 
that is looking like it's been shaped by by humans or by something else so um yeah i always had crystals and when i went on vacation i always bought some but i didn't really know what to do with those so they were just laying around in my room and then a couple of years ago in 2017 where i've been introduced into this whole new world of spirituality and to really just yeah kind of like a lot of people say to to get the red pill from the matrix it's like um you grow up in the society and you get taught all those things and as a kid we watch movies like harry potter and we wish that magic is real and then we mm -hmm. go to school and people tell us no it's not like that everything's just boring and black and white and gray and that mm -hmm. was like first um time when actually this this colorful spark came back into my life that there's more out there than than most people know and then i also been introduced to the powers of crystals and the magic behind it and that's where it all started for me um when i figured out that we can actually use crystals to transform our lives to grow and yeah then i just started out um combining it with jewelry mm -hmm. very cool bro can i ask you the next the next question bro sure <laughs> might be a, a bit controversial maybe not yeah depend depends on the on the imagination and the knowledge of the person listening do you believe in pre-distant life to make it short do you believe in destiny and that everyone's life path has a record or in the sense if i if i can quickly add to that do you believe that you were meant to have crystals in your life? Do you believe that your your role as you're finding yourself mm. in right now, that was predestined? It was meant to happen this way? Or do you think that crystals came in your life by accident? No, I don't really believe in accidents. Like as crazy as all those things that happened were, but I think you track situations for reasons. And I do believe in, in past lives. And... Mm. It might be possible that I chose that that we chose this life um, before we actually reincarnated into this body. I think it's something something of both. So I don't think that everything is completely destined, but um, that we kind of chose this life and but that we still making new decisions and still deciding where we want to go, but still carrying the spark inside of us so it's a really difficult question and i don't really want to say it's this or that but it's mm -hmm. it's a little bit of both mm -hmm. but has spiritual uh, no no sorry sorry should i has spirituality always played a role in your life like when was the first point in your life where you realized that there are different rules in this game than most people think was it Like after you got introduced into this like four or five years ago in crystals and everything deeper or always? No, not always. Definitely not. Like until I've, I was, I don't know, maybe 16, 17, I, I didn't really know anything about sacred geometry, crystals, spirituality, this whole energetic realm. I was kind of like, um, 
yeah, the muggles in, in Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> didn't really know about all that stuff, but I was I was open for it, and that's mm-hmm. I think the, the most important thing. And then I um, I got this book, The Ancient Secret of the Flower of Life, and that was actually the first time I heard of all those kind of things that other people would I don't know call crazy, like um, this all these stories about ancient people the Egyptians, about aliens, the Anunnaki's, sacred geometry. But yeah, that's where it all started. And and it sounded actually kind of crazy, but I was like, okay, that's that's different. That sounds more interesting than what I heard before. And mm. if that might be true, that would be a very, very great life to live. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you were open-minded. You were open-minded to receiving new information. Yes. And I didn't right. believe it like right away. I was like, okay, that sounds pretty good, but I never made a spiritual experience before that. I never really got to know any people. So for me, it was like the starting point where I was like, okay, I really want to figure out if this is real, if there's mm-hmm. really more to life than, than what we can see, hear, taste, or touch with our physical senses. And yeah, that's that's kind of where it all started. Interesting. If, if, if I would now look, because I mean, we three are believers in crystals you know like i believe in them i'm wearing them every single day i'm i've you know i actually got my pieces from you pair which is even better um but i mean like if if you would have to explain right now to someone that is new into this whole world of spirituality of awakening of crystals itself how would you explain this person the connection between crystals spirituality and why certain stones are said to have certain powers behind it how would you explain it to someone that is completely new to the topic yeah that's that's always a great question because you could talk about that for days because there's so Mm -hmm. much um things that you also need as a as a foundation to really understand a lot of that but really we can like most people want to hear like the the rational side of things the logic side of things and that's why i most of the time start with that Mm -hmm. and we got to understand that all of this um, world is uh, built on a blueprint. You could actually, um, yeah, research it yourself. That's that's all facts. Um, just just look into the flower of life, which is actually the blueprint for this whole reality. You will find all kinds of um, geometric shapes into in it, which are actually. Um, building crystals you will find the harmonic scale in it you will find everything that is needed all informations to build this reality and there are certain laws and rules to this to this world and most of the people that i know heard of the law of attraction because that was really really famous a few years ago and it still Mm -hmm. is and that's that's for me a really really good place to start because um it's it's a law that is that is kind of like fact you got to understand um it's a secondary law so the law of attraction says it's that you attract into your life what you're in harmony with or you attract what you think of mm-hmm. so but beyond that there's the law of vibration that means everything in this universe moves and is constantly in motion and nothing rests. And that's very easily to, to explain because 
if you look um, at us humans, we we move. We have the air around us, which is moving, and you can all you can, you can move it by your own. But if you if you look at a rock, like like a stone, like you you think it's it's still it's it's not moving at all. But then you take a microscope and look at the atom structure or the photons, and you will see that it's moving, like like our molecules. And the deeper you go, there there's just constant progressive movement. And the only difference between something that is solid and something that is not solid is the rate of frequency of the particles. So that's very important to understand that everything is actually in motion and everything is connected. So mm, I, th I think I think I think to 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 explain real quick how um, the rate of vibration of frequency. I think to make it in understandable words for someone that doesn't really. Yeah. Um, grasp it i think you can you can be saying it's about the density of the complexion yeah. of the cons construct of the atoms like it's the density how close those atoms and photons are playing together and that is creating certain kind of materials this is literally the difference between different um chemical chem chemical uh, chemicals on the chemic scale that's yeah. it's just the density and proportion yeah, exactly. And another good example would be the light spectrum. You have um, that—that's the visual spectrum of light, which has a very, very specific frequency. It starts at red light, which starts at four hundred nan nanometers. It moves up to blue light, which is eight hundred nanometers. And the only difference is the the length of the frequency wave, which is then manifesting in certain colors. Oh, wow. And that's all that is. Also, sound that we hear is just a different rate of frequency. And to move over to um, to crystals, um, so since everything is is moving, everything is also connected because we are we are um, vibrating at a certain frequency, and that's why we attract the things that we're in harmony with. So it's mm -hmm. it's kind of difficult to explain all of this um, without expanding too far but you can look mm -hmm. into it yourself so that's just um to explain the process and i mean i mean it's 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 not really your job to be like the scientist and explain how the world works you yeah, know what i mean like exactly. this, this is this is the thing that true for that yourself exactly because there are certain there are so many different universal laws like the law of one you know that everything is connected there are so many experiments that have been conducted in, in the psychological field where basically two people on the other side of the world like one in america one in china have been doing a thought experiment giving an attention and literally without any delay the intention has arrived at the other participants mind or head and he was thinking you know so there is so much proof out there that you guys can check for yourself but just for you to know, like this is really the foundation that needs to be understood. So yeah, exactly. So I would just start looking into the hermetic principles. There are seven. One of them is the law of vibration. And also into the double slit experiment. I think that's a very, very good um, foundation for that. But to get into how crystals actually work for us, you need to imagine we all have a certain type of energy or frequency, which we call emotion. So... That is just described as how do we feel, which mm. is actually manifesting in our thoughts, in our actions, and also in our body if we have illnesses, if, if we are sick, and how we're feeling overall. And 
We, we also say that we have like this um, expression or that we notice the expression of other people. I don't know the English word for that right now, but you radiate basically energy and you can photograph that energy. Um, it's called Curlian photography. So um, that means we radiate energy and we have an energy field. And those crystals can now interact when we wear them and when they're acti activated, which we do at Crystal Clear Vision, they will tap into your own energetic grid and will change the frequency over time. You have the seven chakras. Each chakra um, is aligned with one color of the rainbow. So it starts at red and ends at blue or purple. And each chakra carries a certain type of energy, a certain emotion, and is also connected to certain organs and areas of your body. Mm. So that's how we can also use colors to actually manifest things. So for example, if we have a, have a purple amethyst and we carry it and it's activated, it will strengthen the third eye and the crown chakra, which are the chakras at the top of our head. Mm -hmm. which are really, really high vibrational and that can support us to meditate, to stay calm, to keep a clear mind, to keep focused and to actually be open for things that are beyond our physical realm. Mm -hmm. Or if you say, okay, I want to manifest money or abundance into my life. The color of abundance is yellow. That's why they also use it in, in movies when they want to present like a really, really good feeling, confident feeling, like in the movie Limitless, for example. Um, mm. That's the color yellow. So you want to get a yellow stone that is actually helping you to move into that en energy, into that yellow type of vibration to attract that abundance, to feel confident and mm. to act accordingly. So if, if, we, understandable. if, yeah, man, if, if we were talking now about the What the Passion podcast, if you think about passion, What kind of oh, color? What kind of color would you would resonate orange. with with us? Orange. orange. Yeah, okay. orange. The color of passion and creativity, and also um, sexuality. I said it. I said it on a certain <laughs> level. You remember? I said it. Yellow, orange kind of tone is what I. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> also um, in our last collection. We brought out the sunset aura, which is mm -hmm. actually orange, and sunset also represents like being on a beach, just involved, mm -hmm. being on an adventure, just live in the moment and create, be passionate mm -hmm. and also interact with other humans, interact with females or males if you're a female. And that's mm -hmm. the color orange. Oh, super, super dope, man. At a certain point, we definitely have to make a demand for like a very sexy orange, what the passion stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that will come yeah. for sure. Um, I have what a, the passion collection Collector's edition. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, we're giving you some ideas over here, some little sparkles. Yeah. Um, quick, quick question before. You mentioned something very interesting, that you guys at Crystal Clear Vision, you actually activate the stones. What can someone understand with activating a stone? What does that mean? Yeah, that's a little bit more complex, but you could think of a crystal, for a lot of reasons, as a small computer. Crystals mm. have not only energetic properties, but actually very um, unique physical properties. That's why they're used in all types of technical devices. For example, in your smartphone, in the computer, 
that we're actually recording this right now um, in your watch. It's always said on the says on the bottom quartz watch because it has physical properties that is used in technology and technology and in in computers and sorry what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you activate how do you yeah. activate yeah, so, <laughs> i just went full into that um <laughs> yeah so it's like it's like a tiny computer it can actually store certain frequencies radiate them out and also transform them when when you send them through so for example you have a prisma a prism and you send white light through it and there's a rainbow on the other side that's that's for example transformation of energy mm -hmm. so if you have this computer and we get them out of the ground from mother nature they're kind of like in in standby mode you have the hardware for the computer there's mm -hmm. also carrying an, uh, a unique frequency but It's not really, um, it's, it still needs a program and also um, energy to work with. So in the activation process, which is a very special and very ancient ritual, which I was um, lucky to learn um, about a year ago, I think. Um, and in this ritual, they're actually programmed to vibrate on a much higher frequency so that the crystals are able to interact with your own energy mm -hmm. while you're carrying them. So if you get a crystal that is not activated, you can still work, work with it. You can still meditate with it and uh, take on the characteristics of the stone and harness this energy. But most people don't know how to do that. And it's also very comfortable to just carry a necklace around your head and um, change your frequency immediately and also change it over time. Mm. Honestly, man, I think talking about crystals, it's such an interesting topic because I mean, obviously for a lot of people who are um, awoke, who are already in the spiritual realm or in the holistic realm for like quite a while, they understand the power of crystals or at least they're giving more thoughtful intentions to it to, to let it have an impact on them. I mean, for myself, I consider myself a, <laughs> a constant learner of life really going through all different kinds of aspects and i think i discovered crystals for myself um i would say three years ago and since then i've been constantly wearing either necklaces either um bracelets either so many different things and right now I'm, i mean i'm right now I'm, i'm always wearing my one my one my one baby crystal that has well been has been modified by you thank you for that again uh, my moldavite and to be honest with you whether you believe in stones or not there are certain aspects in if you put intention into your stone and that you actually believe in everything that is happening you will actually receive an effect and for myself i, I can say I, like as a living testimonial my moldavite is has been said to be a stone that kind of puts you into balance uh, puts you out of balance and takes you into both extremes to then refine your balance and find more strength within yourself and mm. to be honest with you no joking since i've been wearing this stone i think i've I got it two and a half years ago, two years ago. Um, my life has been in certain moments when I'm wearing it very challenging because it puts me through my worst moments and it puts me through my best moments. Yeah. But it always, there's always this voice in the back of my head. And again, this is the intention that I give to it that I consciously choose to believe in the power of crystals, that this is really guiding me. This crystal is guiding me um, through my life and through different certain scenarios. So 
I can personally say, I mean, you, Felix, you as well, you're always, always wearing crystals too or like bracelets. Uh, what, what, is, what is your favorite crystal that you're currently wearing, Felix? For me, yeah. I'm, I'm in love with my Lapos Lazuli bracelet. Mm. I also bought a pair when we met in Hamburg uh, like half a year ago, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I bought it, super happy with it. Um, we talked about intuition, I think. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't really sure. I, I just fell in love with the color of it. Mm -hmm. And this is also what you gave me as a tip to also decide for everybody who's new into this, wants to have it as some cool jewelry, which is sexy, but also protecting, healing, whatever. And you said you choose kind of by just trying it, wearing it, how it feels, how it looks to you. If you if you like it from the look, it might be also good for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So I, exactly. I started to wear it and you taught me it's helping me to improve my intuition, to believe more in my intuition and uh, to increase my intuition. And since that definitely helped. Mm. And um, I'm also, yeah, bro, I need to come shop again in Hamburg. I love to have the <laughs> personal experience to be with the man himself. I know uh, we can, we would plug the, the internet shop in uh, the description for everybody who wants to check pair out. Um, you can also, I think next question could be uh, a short one. Maybe you could give a um, quick introduction or quick explanation about the future of Crystal Clear Vision and what are some upcoming projects, plans for your business model right now? And um, yeah, what is your suggestion of the future of crystals as a part of spiritual awakening? Do you, do you have a Crystal Clear Vision of your future? <laughs> Definitely. That's that's what I've been working on for the last couple of months because it was like I didn't really I kind of knew what where we are going, but I re I really didn't know the path and also did not have a clear vision. And I don't think this this name was a coincidence, for example. So I think that's really um, also path for the whole um, for the whole brand for the whole label um, to always develop a more clear vision and I've been taking some time for that the last weeks and right now we're we're working on providing better services to really set up a business model that's just um, fulfilling the needs of the customers to get something unique but also make the process of um, buying it very easily and also start promoting it more because right now up to this point we didn't really promote anything we didn't really talk about crystals a lot it was just about the the visual content or in in personal conversations but that's what i really want to put out there to talk more about crystals to tell people about how they can actually use crystals cool. and we are all about um creating something that is on one side, very, very beautiful, unique, and also very precious. Like we don't sell the cheap stuff. We we sell stuff that is just um, has high quality standards, high quality materials, because it's something that is that how you want to treat yourself. You don't want to treat yourself cheap, right? You want to treat yourself like a king. And that's why we also create affordable high quality crystal jewelry that is not only looking good but that is also also actually helping you to transform your life to move forward to support you on your journey and 
right now I'm working on some some new collections, on some new unique pieces to really broaden out our spectrum to have something for everyone because everyone is unique and you can't give one crystal to all people. So that that doesn't make sense. So we just need to provide a whole variety and also um, going into meaningful jewelry, like. Not we don't always need crystals to create something meaningful or to really use it to transform ourselves, and that's also something that I've planned at the moment. Mm, so, so you are because I mean I know your brand, but for people to know, you are focusing on necklaces, bracelets, and individual um, crafted and pieces rings. and rings and earrings. I heard you you expanded your yeah. you extended your collection a little bit. My question to you: um, So you are doing the wrapping yourself? It's personal wrapping done by pair. Um, where did you learn this craft? Because I guess it's not that easy. So where where did you learn the skill of or of um, wrapping? crystals or creating such beautiful pieces yeah actually i started out completely by myself just shopping some wire at a at a local store get a crystal and just start out it was it wasn't really beautiful at the beginning but i remember it i still have one of these pieces i still have one of these two-year-old pieces the (laughs) the original pair look yeah starting so i started very very functional and then i always had like the I always wanted to create something beautiful, um, so I started to put some design into it, but I was kind of limited by the materials and also by what I knew, so I took some um, goldsmithing classes, and I still do. I still um, always look for how I can improve the quality, and I've been doing all the crystals myself to this point but we are very close to have our first collection manufactured but i still Mm. um love this process of creating something and that's what i'm always going to do beautiful man honestly beautiful beautiful and i think um right now is the good time for you to plug in your social medias and your website maybe where people can find more out about crystal clear vision you know the crystal shop about you as well um you know the crystal kid um so if you want leave like all of the relevant sources right now in yeah definitely so on on instagram you can find us at ccv jewelry um like crystal clear vision um jewelry my account is the crystal kid and perfect name just a perfect name for you bro (laughs) yeah you can always reach out to us if you have any questions and just keep on following us there will be a lot more content to come a lot more products we will really just um yeah expand our whole spectrum of products and services we will also go into organites if any people know about those uh type Mm -hmm. of thing and yeah i'm really excited for all of that Bro, that yeah, that sounds bro. amazing. And you guys make sure that you check out the website. Uh, you guys have as well a website, no? CCVJury.com. Yeah, www.ccvjury.com. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, dope, man. Honestly, bro. Um, yes, Felix, say it. Say it, bro. Uh, I, I I definitely need I because Tim asked me what's my favorite crystal, and I said lapis lazuli. For all the people, <laughs> I I I was thinking you saw me, but everybody just hears me. Uh, because I saw, I got, I fell in love with the color. It's a royal, it's a really yeah. royal blue bracelet. It's, it's it's thin, small stones, really, really crazy shaped. So it's kind of shiny. Uh, I really love it. But my favorite necklace I had was the Aqua Aura. 
Mm. You also wrapped it for me and it got stolen in Ibiza. So for everybody of you who is traveling to Ibiza, make sure you have the alarm uh, uh, system ready uh, because Ibiza people run around and steal your crystals. But yeah, <laughs> definitely need to shop another Aqua Aura, bro. This one helped me a lot. Yeah. For all, for all of you, like the, the, the Moldavite that I'm wearing as well, it looks black, but it's actually like a, a green glass. So it looks like kryptonite, really, really cool stuff. But yeah, bro, yes. honestly, I think we should, because we have a, still a second interesting part of this podcast, yes. because on one hand side, we had the crystal talk now, we had the, the connection between crystals and you crystals and spirituality crystals and the general um, changing in the world. But actually, bro, there's one story where, when Felix told it to me, I was like, hmm. wow, okay. And I think we should really get into this because yes. you, I mean, you're 20 years old, correct? Yeah. You're 20 years old. And if people listen to you right now, first of all, I wouldn't believe that you're 20 years old. You're, you're <laughs> at least got to be like 25, 26, because I'm already 23 turning 24. And I'm like, yo, <clears throat> what's up, yo. man? <laughs> you know, but to a certain degree, you have mastered the power of manifestation because you have attracted certain things, scenarios, situations, and especially people into your life that many people at this age, they're still thinking about like, okay, university, partying, um, bachelor parties, uh, getting drunk and just doing the, the typical, going with the typical nine to five life. Okay, so there's actually a very specific story that I think Felix wants to tap into it maybe a little bit and then yeah. you can continue because you have had the pleasure of becoming friends with Jaden Smith, the son of Will Smith. First of all, what the hell, man? How did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> wait, wait, let me, let yes. me, let me get yes. into, let me jump into three years ago. I remember I was working, um, Per just teamed up with us because you were a young, ambitious boy, just turned 18 wanted to start your business, somehow make money besides your parkour training. And um, yeah, he, he connected with us. We were launching a, a like a business group in Northern Germany back then. You contacted us when we were on the coffee break in Hamburg, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then a few days later, we jumped on a call and we talked and I asked you, what is your goal? Like, what are you looking for right now to kind of know what my 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 new partner in in in, in this team is what wants in life? And you told me that your biggest wish is to work with Jaden Smith in the near future. And I was like, okay, cool, bet, nice. Um, why? And you said because he's nearly the same age. I think he's just one or two days older or younger. Yeah, he's four days older than me. Four days older than you. So he's way crazy, this guy, yeah? And you said, even back then with 18, he was also 18. You said he's so ambitious. He's, he has so many projects going on. So, such a great person for his, for his age. And this is where you want to collab. And about seven or eight months later, we went together to the USA as a team. And I remember sitting in the apartment in Los Angeles and you jumping around, <laughs> receiving a message from an unknown number, American number, just saying, hey, it's Jaden. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen, bro? Yeah. You just learned about manifestation and a few months later it happened. To what extent do you believe that that we are the captain of, your, of our own ship and control our face, faith. 
Yeah, let's let's jump into it. I'm ex I'm excited for that one. So it all started. How did it happen? Yeah, I, it all started like um, I think it was still to the summer of 2017. I've been watching the movie Karate Kid. Um, again, I've been watching it like I don't know five to ten times before that. Man, my uh, favorite movie, bro. My favorite movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I've been watching it, and I was like. I don't know, you know, this moment when you watch a movie and you can so much relate to the main character and you feel so inspired by that. And then I was like, okay, what is this guy doing? And then I yeah, checked out Jaden Smith, found, found out that he, yeah, did, did some great movies. Um, he actually had his own um, fashion label, Misfits Rap, and he'd been doing some great music for his age I, i think even at 13 he dropped like one of the best tracks um ever i think and i was so inspired because I, i was reflecting on my own life i mean you know these days i see it like you, you should not always compare yourself to others by but let yourself inspired be inspired by others and i was like reflecting on my life and i was like okay what did i do that other people benefit from. And I was like, nothing. So, fuck, I need to change something about With 18, yeah, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Was I was 18 years old, reflective as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, that, that no one else ever inspired me this much to really, yeah, get my ass off the couch and just do something that other people benefit from or That is just putting something out there. And then I was like, legacy, okay. something like a legacy. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, so I, I don't know how it got to this decision, but I was like, okay, I want to meet this guy because I wanted to know how he did that, what kind of person he is. And that seemed completely impossible for me back then, because it's like, imagine meeting Will Smith right now, or any of your favorite actors or actress, It's like they're on the red carpet, they live in, in Hollywood or wherever, but you're never going to be in the same place they are. So that's how I felt back then. But I was like, okay, this seems completely impossible to me, but I'm just, I'm just giving, giving it the shot. And if, if, that's, if that's happening, everything else is possible. And then I was just moving forward from there and just, yeah, getting to know more about him I found out he recommended actually the book, The Ancient Secret of the Flow of Life. I ordered it, read it, and that's how I got into this whole spirituality thing. And then I went on the meetup, um, which he did in London, I think a couple months later. And yeah, he was there for like 10 minutes, but it was still insp inspirational to me. And yeah, I never gave up about that and then about one year later i think um after i got to know felix alex richard also one of my good friends and mentors who's also helped me. and business partner yeah and business partners who also helped me to um start crystal clear vision yes. and yeah then then we went to um we wanted to go to la for um for a convention of the company we've been working with and a few days later uh a few days before that i think actually um was was on monday or tuesday or something and we wanted to fly to la on uh, on the weekend and i was like um my friend who i got to know at the first meetup 
uh, sent me a message who was like, bro, um, Jaden is doing a meetup in London um, on Tuesday, like two days later or something, because it was really, really spontaneous. He wanted to keep it like small circle. And yeah, but but my friend who was very close with Jaden, um, yeah, sent me this message. And I was like, okay, I just straight took the flight and <laughs> no hesitation yes to it. Tweeted yeah. the the evening before um, that he is at the London Eye um, in the next morning at twelve, and I could have never made it made it there um, if my friend didn't text me. So I went there, and it was really cool. Um, like only like fifty people or something, maybe a little bit less because most of them just wanted to take a selfie and and just move on. So I, I got to know him a little bit, but I was like a little bit. Uh, how to, how to say that um disappointed because um i i imagined him to to be very different in person but he wasn't he was like very distant and egoistic or, or kind of like ego thing and i was so confused by that but i was still like i don't know trying to talk to him and we talked a little bit and kind of kind of like vibed and then i was like okay just just ask him like I'm I'm gonna be in LA next next weekend, so do you think we could meet up? Like random question, but you know, what do you have to lose? And he was like, Yeah, sure, bro. Why why not? Um give give your number to Momo and we will figure everything out. Um, Momo was my my friend who texted me and was like, Okay, great. Hopefully that works. And yeah, then we went to LA. I didn't hear hear anything from him. It was like we, we went to LA on, on Saturday. No, on, on Sunday afternoon, stayed there until um, Tuesday morning. So I only had like Sunday and, and Monday to actually meet yeah. up with him. And I didn't hear anything from him. And on, on Monday morning, I actually, uh, sun, Sunday evening, I was like stressed out. I was like, okay, it's not going to happen. Like I was. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Completely done. It's not going to happen. And then Monday morning, 8, 8 a.m. I got a message. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? It's Jaden. <laughs> yeah, that was the most crazy feeling ever. And then he invited us, um, invited me to to his office. Actually, took Richard um, with me, and we spent like I don't know four hours there. And it was like I was freaking out the whole time. I couldn't even speak, and my English back then wasn't really good, so I couldn't really communicate a lot. But it was so inspiring. He t he talked a lot about his projects how he what, what he was doing what he was thinking about the world and that was actually um where he was the way i i expected him to be or that i imagined him to be he, he's one of the most kind persons ever he was so um respectful loving and yeah just just giving and that was so inspiring and after that i started christy clear vision because i just wanted to create something on my own wow yeah I, I think i think this is the the problem with um a lot of celebrities is that we are living in a consume society that so many people they just want to consume their fame and they just they don't really care about yeah. the person behind jaden smith they just want to somehow have a picture with him to talk about it and just consume his personality so i do understand that a lot of celebrities or successful people they have this very cold attitude when they meet yeah, people for the first time I understand it. it's completely necessary like to to keep all these people wanting to drain your energy from you so exactly i totally understand it now exactly wow honestly okay so bro yeah. so but here's here's the question so amazing story 
very inspirational. I'm sure that many, many people just took out some, some, some motivation and inspiration to meet up with their idol. Like, why not? It happens. I talked about this a few episodes ago. Uh, it happened also for me. But here's my question. Because the second topic of this podcast kind of, we, we work with the title of the power of manifestation. Because yeah. I believe it's not just coincidence. Like, was it only the right moves, decisions, like going to this meetup in London and some coincidences that happened perfectly? Or was there some universal law behind uh, yeah, yeah, manifestation? Kind of, Did you? Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of felt like everything was just leading up to that moment. Um, but I've also needed to make a lot of tough decisions. I mean, I went to London. I've, I've never been flying alone for myself, but I made the decision I'm going to, I'm going to London on a Tuesday where I usually had school. I actually had an exam there, but I was like, <laughs> okay, fuck it. I can, I can just yeah, take that Good decision. or take, take a, an F or a six. And yeah, but but there's only one chance to meet Dane Smith. So um, those are the type of decisions you, you got to take. And actually, um, before all of that, I did a lot of things. Um, for example, like frequency equalization. If, if anyone heard of that, I'm going to explain it later. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't heard about it before, but I, I was just naturally doing all those things that later on I was taught by one of, My other mentors, um, Jonathan Amaret, who's who had a great impact on my life, and I'm so grateful for for everything that he he did and everything that he does. But he shared all those principles with me, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I was actually doing those kind of things to really attract those situations and to get in harmony with the reality that I wanted to create. Mm. This mm, brings it to a better point. You became in harmony with the reality you wanted to create. I just had a little aha moment while you were saying this because I was listening to a uh -huh. um, a very interesting um, podcast yesterday from Jay Shetty and from Vision uh, Lakinen, the, the the founder of Mind Valley, and he was talking as well a lot about the power of manifestation, the power of intuition, and how actually a lot of people they misconfuse the law of attraction like the universe never gives you what you want never it never gives you what you want it gives you who you are it gives you the exact resonance of who the frequency that you're emitting as your mm -hmm. persona as your i am out in the world right now so i think yeah. please elaborate elaborate your thought that's just like a little thought that popped up on my side yeah exactly so there are so many things to manifestation and right now and the last couple of weeks I've, I've actually been learning everything on a completely new level um everything that i knew before is just switching up or being being perfected right now um but basically like we like we said earlier it's it's about your your vibration law of vibration to attract the things that you're in harmony with. Mm -hmm. So that means um, you have your own feeling, your own emotion, which is your frequency. And the key is to change that emotion or your feeling. Because on one side, you attract things into your life like situations or if I ask Jaden if, if he wants to meet, 
he's like, hmm, do I like him or do I not like him? Um, and that's where he's deciding or like r really random, you could call them random things that are happening, actually happening because of your frequency. That's, that's one part that some people might not grasp yet. But the other thing is, if you feel good, you think positive thoughts, you will put in the actions that you decided to do or that you know that you need to do to put in the effort to get where you want to be. But if you feel bad, you get out you get out of bed in the morning and you're like, oh, I feel so tired, I feel so shitty. You think negative thoughts and you act that way or actually do nothing and produce a certain type of result. So the key is to actually know how to change our emotion, to change our frequency, to be in harmony with the situations that we want to attract. Mm, interesting. Very, very interesting. So basing up on that, what can people consciously do to change who they really are? How, how, how can they consciously work on that? Mm -hmm. On one side, that's where we actually provide crystals um, because it's a very simple tool to passively work on the site and to start out with that and also to consciously set the intention for creating something. And I think that's really um, one of the keys to start to set the intention of what you want to create and then, then to also experiment with energy. Just start observing what is going around. Start to observe yourself how are you feeling and stop judging about yourself and just just observe for a few days a few weeks and just get to know yourself better like how are you feeling what is causing those negative types of feelings also to to distance yourself a little bit from your actions and don't think that or don't identify yourself too much with your actions because if you're like oh, I, I want to go to the gym and you don't go to the gym, you feel bad because you're like, oh, I'm such a such a lazy guy. They will cause a negative feeling and this negative feeling won't make you go to the gym. That, that's a fact. So what you actually need to do is to feel good, to be like, okay, yeah, I didn't go to the gym yesterday, but <laughs> I can go today because, well, I'm someone to go to the gym. And one of the things to, to actually work on that are affirmations and not the type of affirmations that you hear out there like i am rich i am healthy i am whatever because mm, that's like yeah that's that's also one of the key things I, I was thinking about should i share this right now because that's will will people actually value that because yes that's, that's one of the key things i i learned from jonathan is um to to start changing that feeling and if you're saying i am rich your logic mind says no you're not if you're not rich and that's causing a feeling of lack which is in fact meaning i'm not rich and you're saying that over and over and over i'm not rich i'm not rich i'm not rich and that's what you're actually manifesting so mm -hmm. what we need to do is to open that path in front of us and say that it is possible that that you're that you're accepting that it is possible to be rich, that you can be rich because right now you are not, but you can feel like you can do it and you can feel 
that it is already done in the future ahead of you. And that's something um, yeah, that we need to understand. We can also link um, affirmations with prayer. A lot of people, especially in the US, are praying, but it's not working because they're praying from, from, a, uh, from an inferior standpoint. They are begging for something. They're begging for more money, more health, for any type of help. But that's, that's a low frequency. So we actually got to step up to realize our human potential, to realize how powerful we actually are and say, I demand this to happen. I want this to happen. I am powerful or I am accepting that I can be powerful and that I can manifest it. And you can still ask it. Let me manifest those things. Let me create a jury label. Let me have an income or create an income of hundred thousand dollars a month or whatever you like. So that's, that's a very, very good formula that you can integrate um, for the beginning to really practice those types of things. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing this, bro. It was important to, for you to share this because I believe that many, many people do affirmations in the morning. Yeah. But might not speak the right words into the universe. Yeah. But because I, I, yeah. One, one more thing to add You can say something, but as, as a lot of people know, the words that you're saying are actually 5% of what is communicated. So you can say, I am powerful, I am powerful, I am powerful. Or you can say, I am powerful. And to actually align your feeling with your words and not only say it, but actually try to feel that way while you are saying it. Mm -hmm. I am powerful. 15, exactly. 15% of communication is what you say. 75% is how you say it. So, and the rest is tonality, syntax, and so on and so on. So, Actually, this is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also use your body language. You can see it, can't see it right now because it's a podcast, but actually straighten up your back, like move up your chest, make large movements, and just act the way you want to feel. And priming. Also, not. I think also a very, very key thing is um, because as children, we, we're very good at manifesting things because we don't think too much about it. We just do, we just play around and get better. Things take time. Don't be too, um, don't expect things to happen in one day, in two days, or, or maybe in a month. Some things take, take years, but mm -hmm. we're always stressing ourselves. We always, comparing ourselves to other people and especially all the young people who are on social media and seeing all those people making tons of money that's not your path just just focus on your own path let yourself be inspired by others of what you can achieve but don't think it needs to happen tomorrow you are only co-creators of reality that means you are deciding what you want you are putting in the effort But the universe is deciding when and how it's going to happen. Exactly. A beautiful Big thing. Point. A beautiful thing that I've heard the last days as well is that many people actually confuse meditation with, um, you know, they always, Sleeping. they always, <laughs> on one hand side, but they always expect that meditation is a way to ask a question and get a response. Even though meditation, the true, the true meaning of meditation is actually just to calm your mind to be able to ask the right questions. And yeah, questions and are not 
exactly. And questions of scarcity that many people are asking themselves is, why do I not have that Lambo yet? Why do I not have that, you know, that 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 crazy business that I'm, that I'm building? You are emitting already your subconscious mind or your conscious mind is saying, okay, I want it. But your subconscious mind is telling you, bro, you're not there yet. You're you're not you're not capable of doing this. You know, so mm-hmm. meditation is really to calm your mind and just ask the right question. And there is actually an interesting part because throughout meditation, you need to learn what the right questions are. The right questions, if you mm-hmm. ask life the right questions, life will give you yeah. not that thing that you want, but who you are, but it's manifesting it through all kinds of scenarios that are happening to you. A phone call that happened from a friend of yours that puts you in connection with Jaden, a crystal convention that you find the most beautiful crystal that you get for a very cheap price. This is how life manifests your wishes and dreams into your reality. And an interesting way, I think we can even talk an entire episode just about the power of manifestation because it's so big and it's Mm -hmm. so broad, but an interesting way how I found it as well, as well from Vishen Lakiani, the founder of Mind Valley, he he said he every single morning he asks himself while he's meditating twenty seven questions instead of asking questions of okay I am uh, already in my business I am already this he's asking questions such as why do I have abundance in my life why do I already yeah. have that fit body of an athlete. Why do you already have a successful marketing agency? He is asking a sincere and pure divine question where he's already implementing in that question that he already has it and he wants life to respond. So this is how he's tricking his subconscious mind to believe the certain thought pattern. Super smart. Super smart. I have another good phrase to say it. I I, I do it like this. Why is it so easy for me Mm. to have an income of over $20,000 a month? Why is it so easy for me to create, to create a movement and impact millions of families around the world? Why is it so easy for me? Yeah, and, and another most, most important thing um, is that you're actually doing with that why question is to expand your awareness, to actually understand what is going on and why you are having the results that you're having right now so that you can see how to get where you want. Like that's, that's also like the starting point for me um, was to really on one hand know about who I am like as a person on one hand, but also where I am. What is this reality? How is it structured? How is it built? Where it's coming from? Where do I come from? And how is it working? Like, how are things manifesting? So the, the interaction between myself and this reality that we're moving into. Mm, super interesting, bro. And I honestly, I feel that we could be vibing for another two hours around these questions because there's yeah. so much to talk about. But what I would say oh, yes. is what I would say is we we slowly start to wrap it up because I have one more yeah. question, one more question for you um, that we kind of ask all of our guests, uh, our, our guests in our interview. Um, before we get into our rapid fire questions, our final three. Oh, yeah. Is that- Don't forget these ones, bro. Exactly. Fire questions today again. <laughs> um, okay, so my question to you is, you know, we're looking at difficult times at the moment. We're looking at everything that is currently happening in the world. You know, on one hand side, we have a spiritual awakening. On the other side, we have um, a revolution or yeah, revolution when it comes to people sticking together, new groups happening. And 
a lot of people are going through difficult times of unknowingness, of uncertainty, of not really knowing what the future will bring. What would you give these young people, entrepreneurs, people your age, our age, older, what would you give them as one practical advice that they can take to their heart for changing their life throughout difficult times like these? Um, that's a difficult question, but especially in our time right now, I would say it's, it's faith into your, into yourself and also, um, not being afraid, but focus on the opposite, which is that everything is infinite, that there's love out there. So there's no need to be afraid. I know that's easily to, to say logically, but to actually expand um, your consciousness, your awareness, as we've been talking before, to understand that you can trust into yourself, to trust into the process, to trust that everything is happening in your favor or that everything is happening how it's supposed to be. And really mm -hmm. just trust into that process and do the best that you can but there's nothing really nothing that you need to be afraid of um and if we um interact with each other in in love in peace with beautiful energies not hating on each other but really see ourselves as one we will actually start to become more powerful and actually can start to really create something beautiful on this planet to create a society um, that is supporting all the individuals and that we can really create heaven on earth as long as we are living. But mm -hmm. this faith is really difficult because you're trusting in something that you can't see, but that's also one of the most um, amazing qualities if you're able that's to do that. that. That's what faith is, right? Exactly. Trust something you cannot see yet exactly beautiful honestly that's a great that's a great great advice bro and be before we wrap this episode up we're now on to our final three we always ask we always ask three questions usually a one-liner and we expect you to answer in a one to two liner as well so very short very precise okay you ready yes Okay, Felix, you want to shoot the first one? Yeah, bro. Good. It's also a question we ask nearly every time. What is the most influential book you have ever read? I, I, I say it's, it's The Flower of Life. Um, you I talked about it mentioned. already four times today. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend to read the whole thing, but just it's very, very interesting. Mm, okay, what, then, then let's, let's, let's say like this, let's, let's add on to this. What is the most influential book, the latest most influential book you have read? Actually, I, I haven't been reading a lot in the last couple of months, but mm -hmm. I think a really, 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 really good book is um, The Alchemist. Mm, because yeah. that's, that's <laughs> actually a book that is um, teaching you a lot of things through a story and that's also where I stopped reading because it's teaching you that you can learn everything you need from life beautiful honest i think you're the third person already that said that said that um the alchemist is their one of their best books so that's pretty yeah. cool bro that's really really cool yeah. 
Okay. Um, Go on with the second one. Yes. Um, Question from my side. If you would now be stranded on a deserted island and you could take one item with you, only one single item to live on that island for an uncertain amount of time, what would this one item be? Probably... Probably my jewelry bench and some <laughs> and some and some gold and crystals. Okay, okay. So at, at least you always you know protected her. Huh? Yeah, from whatever is living like the, there. Just to create and spend some time on creating. You know what, bro, Pierre? You know um, our good friend and videographer who joined us in Thailand. Yes. He, <laughs> we had him on the podcast a few days ago, and he said that his the one thing he would bring to an island. You remember it, Tim? What was it? What was the you, one thing? You 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 spill it, bro. You spill it. <laughs> the alchemist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wants to bring the alchemist yeah. to be able to read it fifty times because he already read it like six times, and every time he learns something new and. This book never gets out. Yeah. Crazy. I thought it's uh, it's his camera, but like. Yeah. So. <laughs> but but I taught him to. I, I taught him to like, bro. There's for no the, electricity. The... <laughs> there's yeah. no electricity yeah. on an island. There is no batteries that you could change. So why a camera? You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The drone shots. The drone shots on this island can be epic. <laughs> but if you don't have a charger, camera. I think that's that's like very good question for your podcast because it's also about passion, like. Mm-hmm. When you're on an island, what would you what would you do? Follow your passion. That's why I would bring my jewelry bench. You know, exactly. Yes. It's, it's always to see how people play with it. Okay, uh, and the last oh, one, last one, Felix. Should I should I bring it? Do you want to bring it? Um, last time I asked a similar question to another guest, so ask it this time. Okay, 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 okay. So, last question, probably the most important one, because I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, you guys got to understand this is only in an audio format. So you guys are not seeing, we're actually on a Zoom call so we can see pair and we can see each other quite well. So now my big question to you, bro, and for those of you who don't, who are listening and don't know, you have pink hair right now. What's up with the pink hair? (laughs) (laughs) It was actually, I actually wanted red hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I dyed them at the beginning of this year. I wanted red because... I actually, um, right now, I'm still learning in this process, but I want to use color. I, I, I'm using color, as we talked earlier, to manifest things, and I want to get into the red energy and vibration, and mm-hmm. then it turned out pink. So I'm experimenting a little bit, like how is how this is impacting my life, because I, I'm going to cut off the pink in a few days and maybe go to, go back to natural or blonde. Mm-hmm. pink is, is a very special color because yeah. it's not in the it, it's not a color of its own it's a it's it's a mix between red and blue so it's actually not existing on its own it's just like the the Fusion. connection the yeah. connection between the ends of the light spectrum and it's a very high vibrational, trippy color. And my life been very trippy uh, the last. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dope, man! Honestly, yeah. this is really, really dope. 
I, I remember as well, I think when we met two years ago, you had like rainbow colors. Is it, was that right? Did you already like have rainbow colors? No, Is no. I, I think when met, I, I might have had... Um, amethyst. Am you had the amethyst am hair. Type of hair, like purple. Like purple. True, 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 true. It was something freaky. I was like, wow, this guy yeah. is like, he's sticking out of me. I think we were, <laughs> where did we meet again? I think we met in like a, like an event. And I just saw from far this like, you know, a little bit smaller dude with like this purple hair running around. I'm like, you are interesting. I need to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's, that's something I learned from Jaden to always be you and to not do something um, just because you're afraid of it. Just, but just do it because you want to do it and mm -hmm. don't don't think about what other people will think just just live it you know mm -hmm. and even if that means you have pink hair but you know sometimes i forget it and people will still they will they will see you differently yes but it will also it's more about your personality actually than than about how you look mm -hmm. for sure wow honestly bro thank you so so much for your time i think it's it's the perfect moment to wrap it up right now we ended with yes. pink hair we got everything we wanted yes. we had an amazing talk about you know the, awesome. the the future of crystals you know said and explained by the crystal kid himself make sure to check him out on instagram make sure to you know at the crystal child uh, crystal kid crystal child crystal kid bro crystal kid sorry the crystal kid um and check out his brand you know ccv jewelry uh, as well on his website www.ccvjewelry.com and we're gonna plug all of the important links in the description down below make sure you subscribe to this channel and be ready for some amazing new podcast guests to come and to join us in the future on this go i thank you so much again pair for your time i we did an hour 24 again like the last one and i think bro we had an amazing vibe and I'm very, very sure that we will meet on another episode again, because as you saw, we could have gone for another hour and a half easily, yeah. but, but, you know, people listening, they need a certain end, a cut and onto a second tape at a certain point. So bro, thank you so much. And with this Felix, I think it's time again to leave it with our favorites. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you guys. Peace. Per. You're a legend. Thank you, it's been a great time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Honestly. Beautiful, beautiful broadcast. Take care, guys. Chase your dreams. Peace. Peace.